Welcome to the 99. Today we have another very special guest. This man loves his golf. This man is a behemoth in Canadian broadcasting. This man has the voice for radio and the face to go with it. Today's guest, Lee Marshall. All right. Well, welcome, Lee. Hey, good to be here, Josh. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> You're welcome. So, uh, did you get out golfing this weekend? No, actually, uh, I've been kind of tied up with some things, and and I'm going tomorrow. Oh, lucky you. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never been golfing. No? No. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a game that comes to you overnight. It takes, uh, it takes years to learn how to play it, and... Uh, then more years to improve, and you've got to play three or four times a week if you want yeah, to. Yeah, can't afford that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's called a membership. You yeah. Pay as you play, it gets expensive. Yeah, I, I can't even mini putt. <laughs> oh, well then, hey, maybe you should stick to what you do best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess I'll get right into it here. How long have you been in broadcasting? Uh, 1971. That's a year before my dad was born. So that'll be 50 years ago. <laughs> Holy. A year before your dad was born? Yeah. Yikes. So, uh, yeah. So well, here we are. So you're old. Josh yeah. and the old guy. <laughs> so when did you figure out that's what you wanted to do? Oh, heck. Uh, I was probably eight or nine. Oh, wow. Ten, somewhere in there. Yeah. My dad took me to a radio station in... In Huntsville. Okay. It had just opened up. It was called CKAR, C-K-A-R. And uh, I was really interested in radio going back to when I was two or three. Okay. So I wanted to see what it looked like inside, and it seemed like the most accessible opportunity. Yeah. So in we went, and there it was, pure magic. Did you uh, smoke to help your voice? No, I don't think I smoked (laughs) to help my voice, although I'll tell you a story about that further along the line if we ever get to the TV end of it. But, uh, no, I, I just loved music yeah. and playing great music for people who wanted to hear yeah. it as a, as a kid. And I loved the magic of the, the man inside the radio. Yeah. So you put the two together and bingo, there I am. Yeah. That's cool. I actually uh, was junior announcer a couple times at CJTT. Oh, yeah. And uh, I did one March break. Uh, one of the days was with Wayne Fortune. Oh, yeah. And that was fun. I liked him a lot. I worked with Wayne at CJTT yeah. for a period of time. Yeah, he was a good guy. Yes, he was. And then uh, I did another one with Mark. Well, Jack and Mark, but mostly Mark. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to do that at the time. And I remember when I, when I was a kid at grade 8 working at Value Mart, I seen Mark Teske, and he had a piece of junk car and i didn't want to do it anymore Uh i thought i can only get a honda civic if i work at a radio well yeah i don't think that necessarily uh working in northeastern ontario is is the goal for most people that get into the business because this isn't the epitome or as i like to call it the epitome (laughs) of radio Uh, but you got to get started somewhere so it's not a bad place to start yeah if there's somebody there who can guide you and help you and coach you and teach you, yeah, I'm not sure that that's necessarily the case. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So the money I must like if you're working in a radio station, it's all coming from advertising, I assume. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, unless you're doing some kind of a 
uh, community radio station where advertising is kind of verboten and then yeah. you, you uh, draw on your audience to make contributions. But people by and large work at those stations for free. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like this. <laughs> yeah, kind of like this. But, hey, you know, this is yours. Yeah. You don't have to answer to some twit. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Just got to try not to get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Or get fired by you. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have a favorite gig that you had? Oh, for sure. I mean, the favorite gig was working for CTV. Okay. Uh, the favorite radio would have been uh, uh, maybe a tie between CFRW in Winnipeg yeah. and CKEY in Toronto. Great staff, great people, wonderful experience. But CTV, just to do the uh, the Vancouver Olympics in Vancouver. Oh, you were commentating on the sport. The International Broadcast Center. That's oh, cool. That was the experience of a lifetime. Like, which sports were you doing the commentating? Well, I, I did it for the promos for for every event basically. Oh, okay yeah. and so you got to see everything no uh too busy working okay uh and they were like 10 11 hour days yeah uh i did get to go to see canada and norway the first hockey game yeah and i was offered the opportunity to go to the closing ceremonies but getting in and out of the arena yeah a real hassle especially getting out let alone getting in and all the security yeah. and i passed on it and and just stayed in and watch that Canada, um, what were they playing, U.S. for the gold? The, oh, yeah. Yeah, that. so I watched that in, in, uh, with Lloyd Robertson and, uh, and the guy that was doing the voiceover work for the uh, competing uh, uh, Sportsnet, I guess. Okay, Bill yeah. Bill Courage was his name. He's uh, from Vancouver. Okay. Nice guy. We had a great time together. That's one of the only Olympics I actually watched a lot of. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, to have it here and for Canada to do as well as we did, it was, yeah. it was amazing to, to build that spirit and that drama for Canada. I also worked on the, uh, the London Olympics two years later, but okay. out of Toronto. Because yeah. we were the host nation in Vancouver, we had the biggest space and room for all of us to go. Yeah. But uh, when you've only got room for like 20 people, I could do what I could do from the studios in Toronto. Um, I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about the London Olympics. Mm -hmm. And you know Harry Potter, obviously. Well, well I've, I've certainly heard of yeah. him, but I haven't met him. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the stars... Uh, in that show was offered to carry the torch for a certain length of time. And he, he actually can't remember any of it because he got swine flu. What? And uh, he, so he's got like a real foggy memory of that time. And his quote after that was, this was such a special moment. I hope I never forget this. And he, he gets swine flu and can't remember it. Well, I suppose there's some film somewhere, yeah. <laughs> some video of some sort. Yeah, no, I remember it uh, like it was only yesterday. In fact, it was 11 years ago, but it, it really doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah. And back before Bell bought CTV, it was a great place to work. Yvonne Fitzon and uh, his crew of people that ran that network yeah. and TSN and all the other comedy network and everything else that they had in the umbrella just marvelous people, and they really knew what they were doing. You know, when a telephone company buys yeah. it, well, they know telephones. Yeah, I think they, they're not too good with their employees. Recently, they got a big grant from the government, and then they laid off a bunch of people. Yeah, and, and put the money out to their uh, their stockholders. Yeah. Well, that that's not good for, you know, for 
goodwill or a good impression on Canadians. That's our money that they took yeah. and gave away yeah. to stockholders. That's not right. Um, some of the people didn't even hear it from Bell that they lost their jobs. Oh. I was reading tweets of people who worked at uh, Winnipeg TSN, owned mm. by Bell, yeah. and they started getting texts from people, I'm so sorry to hear about all the uh, all you guys getting laid off. Mm-hmm. Like, they just can the whole stations. You know, they, they lay off people left, right, and center. It's like whatever they can do to pass on more money to the shareholders. Who cares about the audience? Yeah. Who cares about the advertisers? Yeah. Just get the shareholders their dividends. Yeah. So they cut, 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 cut. Well, soon there will be no product. Yeah. Look, they lost anything that matters yeah. to a sports net. They have no NHL to speak of. They don't have any of the baseball. So a lot of the major sports, and that's, you know, their bread and butter, they don't have it. Yeah. You know, they've got great people on the air. I don't take anything away from James Duffy. And, I like them more, and than, whole bunch. more than the sports Me too. people. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, the product, yeah, they just don't have it. Not the same way anyway. So, yeah, you've been radio and TV, that's... Well, 50 years. I, I did some TV in Toronto before I moved up here to the, the Tri-Town area. I got a cough again. Hold on. <laughs> um, I used to fill in for Mark Daly at City TV when, when he was away on assignment or on vacation. Yeah. And I did a lot of work for CBC and Sandra Fair, who was their entertainment person, so a lot of their entertainment shows like Anne Murray specials and Brian Adams and Rita and Friends, the Rita McNeil show and, and, and all of those. And Sandra Fair was subsequently married to Yvonne Fitzon at CTV. Yeah. So that's how I got in there. Okay. You know, so oftentimes it's who you know, but I'd like to think that she thinks that she picked well yeah. and was making a wise recommendation. Well, your voice is still there, right? <laughs> still doing it, but... Yeah. I miss doing the CTV thing, but I don't miss working for Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually had something in here because I know when I was at your place doing that computer thing, I saw the picture of you with the corner gas cast. I wanted to ask you if you had a favorite character. Ooh. Well, I, it's hard to pick a favorite character because they were all so, yeah. so really, really good. Like, Except for Lacey. Well, yeah, when I was golfing with my buddies, you know, back in that era, and I was having some trouble concentrating on hitting a, a good drive, yeah. they'd go, think Lacey. <laughs> so I'd go in the backswing, and as I'm coming through, Lacey. And boom, <laughs> off it'd go. Yeah, That's no, I, I guess, uh, you know, Mr. Leroy, Bert's dad. Yeah, he's funny. Oscar was... Uh, Oscar's my favorite. And yeah. the chief of police, too. He, You know, he was like... Davis. He reminds me of Dave, somewhat. Dave? Dave. Dave Fraser. Oh, oh, right. Okay, yeah. Dave's not here. Yeah, Dave's not here, <laughs> he's man. He's Perry Sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave's not here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. You know, and really nice people, all of them. Like, yeah. there was one... We, we did what we called Fall Launch, which was the... Also called Upfronts, where we showed the advertising community and... And all of that, uh, what was going to be happening in the upcoming television season. Yeah. So I'd go down in uh, around the 24th of May every year to get working on that. And early in June, we'd do the presentation for what was coming up in September and October. And when it was all done, we'd party yeah. after the presentation and everything. We ended up partying with the, uh, well, most of the uh, Corner Gas crew one, one time. Anyone get crazy? 
No, not not uh, from the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they were nice people, including yeah. including Lacey, who was perhaps as down to earth as they come. And uh, you know, Brett's pretty good guy too. Who? Well, you know the the founder. The, oh, Brent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brent's, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he'll talk to you. Yeah, and laugh with you. I, I went to see him in Chatham and uh, oh, yeah? had a chat with him after he did his stand-up comedy there. Is he still doing things? Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know exactly what his most recent project is. Of course, they yeah. did the, the uh, animated Corner Gas. Yeah, too. that's right. But and they had Trudeau on there, too. They've had every, since they started, they've had every prime minister on their show at one point. <laughs> they had Paul Martin. They had Stephen Harper. And that was hilarious. He's, he said, they asked him if he likes gophers or groundhogs, and he's, he says, groundhogs, and all the reporters shy away from him, and then he's like, gophers. I meant to say gophers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's political. Yeah. I went to the same high school as uh, Steve. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Same I, time? I think, no, uh, I, I'm a bit older than than him uh around the time that i had graduated and left yeah. is when he started bob weeks from the golf show on tsn yeah. he was there too same time as stephen harper oh and uh who's it joey Votto? joey Votto is uh like an all-star first baseman for the cincinnati oh, Reds. i don't i don't know baseball. I, I think he won the mvp a few years ago he went to richview collegiate in Toronto. so it's too. a superstar high school yeah but if they ever rename it uh stephen harper collegiate <laughs> i will really raise a stink <laughs> yeah yeah well i'm somewhat political yeah can get that way it's it's rough right now everyone arguing on on social media well, and rightfully so. It's, you know, intelligence versus stupidity. Yeah. You know, I mean, really, you believe that crap? Yeah, a lot of fake, fake news out there. Yeah, well, the fake news is the one that's constructed out of nothing. Yeah. Rather than the one that uh, relies on facts and what actually happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, uh, there's a page. I see their stuff all the time. I think they're called Ontario Proud. I think they're funded. They got a, got a large amount of funding from the Conservative Party. Oh. And that's you mean Doug Ford's gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's doing a real fine job. I wonder what he'll be doing in his immediate future. It won't be politics. I gotta say, I'm I'm, ash- I'm ashamed of this, but I did vote for him at the time. Yeah, well, the only know, time I voted blue, and it was just no one wanted win, and I didn't like Horvath. Yeah. Um, well, I regret that one. People, you know, had issues with Wynn, and, and probably rightfully so. I know that I've been mostly uh, a liberal, and I couldn't stand Dalton McGinty. Yeah. Uh, and stopped putting money into the Liberal Party. Yeah. And I told them, you know, at the federal level, until you do something about this McGinty and get our train back, yeah. I'm not giving you any more money. I realize that's provincial and you're federal, but yeah. certainly you guys talk. Yeah, get this guy back on on the page where he's serving the public. I took you for more as an NDP guy. Uh, they would be my uh, second and sometimes first choice. Like I voted for John Vanthoff in yeah. the in the last uh, election here because the Liberals didn't put up a, a a candidate that was worthy of my ex. Yeah, you know, it's been Anthony Rhoda forever, eh? Well, in terms of the federal, yeah, yeah. Who's the- Oh, John I don't even is know uh, that provincial. provincial. Yeah, 
I don't even know the liberal provincial person. Oh, neither did I. Yeah. You know, I said, who's this? I'm yeah. voting for somebody I don't know. Yeah. No, John does a fine job for us. He represents us well, although I think it would probably be better if we were repped by somebody who's in power. Yeah. But, hey, he's still looking after us. I, uh, it's, it's sad to say, but I, I really think, and I thought this at the time too, um, like when they chose Jagmeet Singh as the leader of the NDP, mm-hmm. um, I think they would have had a lot more success with Charlie Angus. Well, and I like Charlie just, a lot. Just yeah. sad to say, but in Canada, I don't see someone that's uh, clearly a different culture not winning a. I don't prime think Canadians minister. are ready for that. Yeah, you know, and and it's a shame. Like we like to think that we're pretty uh, progressive and and uh, forward thinking and and accepting of peoples from here, there, and everywhere. But when it comes down to the final analysis, I don't think we're as uh, progressive as we think yeah. we are. You know, yeah. like I'd like to see Jagmeet long before I want to see uh, Aaron O'Trump. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that yeah. ain't happening. Maybe in uh, 20 years, there'll be, I think in the next 20 years, there's going to be a lot of right-wing supporters Dying, and uh, well, I think everybody's pretty be going. <laughs> in, yeah, in order, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know that we can really look forward to that. You know, as as the way to win an election. No, no. I hope we don't get any any of that business here in Canada where they try and make it so people can't vote. No, like they're doing in the states. That's crazy. Yeah, you know. I, I think mean, we can mail in our votes here if you can't be there. Well, I can recall a couple of times going to local polling stations and voting ahead of the actual voting day. Yeah. And I don't recall. I think the last election I did mail it in. Yeah. You know, it's just sometimes it's easier. Yeah. You know, so whatever suits people, if they're away or they're not well or, you know, there's any number of reasons. As long as you take advantage of the opportunity to vote, these folks that don't vote irritate me. Yeah, because you know they'll be the first to raise a stink, but they didn't do anything to change the outcome. Exactly. And you know there are also those who subscribe to the theory that you know in the background are the people who really run the show, yeah. and these guys <laughs> are just the face of it. Yeah. Well, I think there may be some degree of truth to that. Yeah. But that's not all it is. Yeah. So vote for the people who are actually going to do the best for the country, and if that's what they do, then it'll be the best for you. Yeah. You know. And if there's no one, if there's no one uh, that looks able to do that at the federal level, you can vote by your by your region. Well, yeah, the most important uh, people in your life are the ones who are you know right where you live. So yeah. it's your municipal government. But you know we don't want a, a federal government that's going to or a provincial government that's going to do anything to hurt education or health. Yeah. You know, and look at what they've done in the states. Ronald Reagan defunded education. And now half of them are idiots. Yeah. Because they don't have any education I never or, knew that. or the ability to think. I never knew that he did that. Yeah, so now it's coming back to pay big dividends. Mm. Did, is that what he used to fund the war on drugs? Oh, I don't know. Uh, there was a whole bunch of stuff that went on behind the scenes with yeah. the war on drugs, like selling drugs yeah. to uh, you know disadvantaged communities and getting them hooked on cocaine and crack so that they could go buy weapons and yeah. fight the war on drugs. It's it's a wacky system they have down there and they're and 
they've got some people down there running things from behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, you ever hear of the Koch brothers? One of them's dead, but, uh, boy, they spent money on whatever it is they wanted to have happen. The Koch brothers. Yeah. What were they into? <laughs> I, I, I think it was right-wing stuff and, and making, 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 making money. Mm. So... That was it. You know, I guess the the more you can get into your casket, the better off you are. Yeah. Because how are you going to spend it all and have people, like, suffering and dying and They got buried with their death. money? Well, one of them is gone. The yeah. Other, the other one's still here. I think he probably still has control of the loot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Never heard of them. Well, look them up. I don't, it's not spelled C-O-K-E. It's spelled differently. But anyway, it's still pronounced Coke. I'll look them up sometime. So, um, another thing, um, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it or not, uh, but you were running the train up here for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 11 I months, I think. A lot of people liked having something different than the two CJ stations to listen to. Well, particularly when they're playing basically the exact same music. It comes out of the exact same computer. Yeah. Same library. Yeah. So, they got different people on the air, but basically the same shows so yeah. where's the variety so not very much there. you know no and and a lot of what they're playing isn't what people want to hear yeah you know like what they're doing the gist of what they're doing their mainstay um, about six percent of the people want to hear that yeah i did my research when i tried to get silver fm up and running yeah and so that's six percent divided by two yeah, two stations. So if Kirkland Lake's getting 4% and CJTT's getting 2%, because I think a lot of people down here listen to KL yeah. rather than TT, uh, that's not serving the community with the programming. No. you know. So when I got uh, approached, because I was moving back up here because of health, Yeah, I was down in Wallaceburg, and I was working for uh, part-time for CKXS in yeah. Wallaceburg. And uh, and Greg Hetherington, who's uh, the principal owner of that station, uh, went into partnership with Ray. I can't remember his last name. Owns the the newspaper here. Okay. Uh, Ray Stanton, I think it is, and uh, decided they were going to buy some radio stations and, and went after BB. So he said, "Well, you're going up there anyway. How would you like to? Uh, yeah. You know, work there." I said, "Well, okay. Let's talk about that." Yeah. Uh, and it was. One of two choices, because about 36, 37% of the people up here want classic rock. Yeah. And about 33% want country. Yeah. So there's like 70% of the audience right there between those two formats, whatever CJTT and CJKL are doing. Yeah. they're, They're not paying any attention to 70% of the possible audience. Except doing a couple of specialty shows on the weekend. Well, that's not enough. That yeah. should be the, the mainstay of what they're doing. I do like it on the weekend, on Saturdays. Yeah. So at least, although it's the same stuff over and over yeah. again. <laughs> you know, they just don't go deep enough into it, but then they don't know it. They don't know the music. So how yeah. do they program it? You know, guess? I guess so. Anyway, uh, I said yes, and we discussed what we were going to do, whether it would be classic rock or country or country in the day and classic rock at night. And, yeah. and Greg said, you know, he would prefer to 
just do one. And he thought the classic rock should be the one. So I rolled up my sleeves and started getting ready in terms of what we were going to play and how we were going to play it. And, yeah. And yada, yada, yada. So that when it comes out of the, the box, it makes some sense. So I loaded and loaded and loaded and loaded thousands of songs into the computer. Yeah. Not hundreds, thousands. Yeah. But computers are stupid. Yeah. And unless they're manhandled, they don't know what to do. They just, you know, well, play a number one, play a number four, play a number eight. Yeah. Play a number one, play a number four, play a number... But if they don't go together, the computer doesn't know that. Yeah. Well, it takes the human touch. And, and that's what the train was missing, I I felt. I, I didn't think it was ever quite right. Yeah. But still way better than what was available and the reaction to it immediately was gigantic. Yeah. You know, like everybody was checking it out and telling their friends and phoning and emailing and uh, liking the station and, and making it known. And, and in no time flat, I think we basically wiped CJTT out. Yeah. But the train and Ray Stanton, who's the principal owner had no clue how to sell radio advertising. Oh. Uh, Not a clue. So, you know, they couldn't sell, like, blankets to people living in the great white north. Yeah. You know, or what did I say on, on Facebook? They, they couldn't sell uh, handy wipes at a, at a ribs fest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, anyway, that was, and I'm thinking, I'm working for a kind of a, you know, half-baked organization here. If you don't have the whole thing going, how are you going to grow? Yeah. You know, where are you going to get your momentum? How are you going to hire the next person to come in here? I can't be doing this here all by myself. Yeah. So, anyway, there were some issues working with, with the organization where I thought, you know what, this is not how I want to end your career. My, my 50-year career in radio is yeah. working for some, uh, you know, half-baked organization. So, you know, and driving up to Englehart from here in the dead of winter when it's 5 in the morning and it's pitch black yeah. and you're in a blizzard and you can't see from here to the, the wall. Yeah. I'm putting my life on the line for a joke. Yeah. You know, I almost got nailed one morning driving up there. And it wasn't a bad weather day. When this 18-wheeler come humming yeah. down, yeah. just past the nine-mile, where there's a bit of a, an S-curve. and uh, Or maybe it's just past the way station. Anyway, missed me by inches. Yeah. Because he was on the phone or dozing off or whatever was happening. And I thought, wow, I don't really think I want to be doing this nah, no kidding. part of it anymore. So that was... Uh, Here's the honest picture of me and the train. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. I put hundreds and hundreds of hours into getting it on the air. Yeah. You know, before we even actually started running. I tried to buy CJBB from Boyd Woods or Wood, whatever his last name is, yeah. way back. Like before I started the quest for Silver FM in 2010, I tried to buy it. Yeah. So all of those IDs and everything, I made them then. Hmm. 2010, like, and I was going to call it the train based on the fact that Jake Englehart, you know, was there and they yeah. named the place after him. And he, he was all, you know, basically what turned out to be Ontario Northland. And, yeah. and it was train, 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 train. And, and there's the train in, in beautiful downtown Englehart, even to this day on display yeah. that uh, the late Bud Calhoun so uh, 
wonderfully championed. And, and it just seemed like the thing to do, call it the train. So I put all of those IDs together, and and so we just used that when we launched. Yeah. Nine years later, it went on in 2019. Or maybe it was Christmas. Box, it was Boxing Day 2018 when it went on the air. Anyway, a lot of work. And then they just took it off the air the other day. Just the other day, it's done. Yeah, it's gone. It's like they're playing all new country. Oh, it's a yeah, it's a totally new yeah, it's station. Still, now. It's now called the Ranch, <laughs> but that's not the country that people want to hear up here. But I'm not going to say what it is they want to hear, yeah, because I don't want to help them. Yeah, you know, they didn't spend a penny on on research yeah. or a second on talking to anybody up here about what they wanted to hear. Yeah, they just put it on the air. That's not how you do it. Yeah, you know, everything that I did was based on what people up here wanted to hear. Yeah. And then, you know, a little bit of my experience. For example, uh, there were a, quite a number of songs on the train that you wouldn't necessarily know. But that was because in the long run, not for six months, but for years and years and years and years, you don't want to burn your library out. Yeah. Oh, there's satisfaction again. Oh, there's yeah. Stairway to Heaven again. <laughs> oh, heck, when's the last time I heard Hey Jude? Yeah. You know, and so you put in interesting stuff to augment that yeah. fits, that goes hand in hand, hand in glove yeah. with your core uh, library. Yeah. And that lasts and it has staying power. Yeah. You know, all the oldie stations in Toronto, sooner or later, belly up. Because yeah. they just went with the best 800 songs. Yeah. Well, people don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. You know, so. I, that, even with my satellite radio, um, in my car, I put on the hard rock station, and then I, I'm always yelling at my radio. There's a song called Again, and it comes on again. <laughs> and I'm again. like, stop putting this freaking song on. Oh. I think they're paid to put by the labels to play their certain bands. And it's a good song, but it's like, I don't want to hear this five times a day. Yeah. Well, they, they do research, and I've been to the places where they do the research to see how they do it. Yeah. And the round table research where they're having a conversation, you know, some of the people at the round table are, are fairly honest with their opinions and impressions, and others are trying to impress everybody else at the round table and not really yeah. saying what they think. So that's kind of jaundiced to me. And then there's the uh, the music testing where they play you like 15 seconds of a song yeah. and you have to vote on whether you like it. Well, maybe the wrong 15 seconds. Yeah. And also what counts just as much is what you play before that song and what you play after it. And yeah. that never enters into the equation. Yeah. So the, the music testing is, is, is fouled. I do like that sometimes. I think you can tell when a person is, when a human has picked the song that's coming next, mm -hmm. when it like perfectly, the next song starts and it takes you 10 or 15 seconds to realize it's a new song on because they fit with each other. Yeah. Well, they, they used to be able to mix songs together, the the uh, guys who were doing their shows. Yeah. But now it's all computer. Yeah. Well, a computer can't do that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's a cutoff point arbitrarily. This is where the song will be cut off, and this is where the song will begin. And when you hit that point, boom. And the other one might have three seconds of tail out. Yeah. But it's not enough to, to really mix it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a whole different ball game, And it's just done to save money. Yeah. You know, we don't have to hire anybody to work overnight. Yeah. We don't have to hire anybody to work on the weekend. We don't have to hire anybody to work evenings. Yeah. You know, we'll just let the music play. Yeah. Well, there are some people that like that. 
but there are also some people who depend on their radio for companionship. Yeah. And the songs playing and playing and playing offers no companionship, no information, nothing. You know, that was another thing that I used to really get ticked off about uh, when I was doing the train was that, you know, the competition, so to speak, was charging organizations yeah. to run their public service announcements. What? Huh. You don't charge nonprofit organizations to run public service announcements. Yeah. It's part of your promise of performance. It's part of your responsibility as a, as a broadcaster. The, the license is yours for a limited time. It isn't in perpetuity. Yeah. So with that, you have a, a responsibility. And if you don't want to honor that responsibility, but just rip everybody off left, right, and center, yeah. well, shame on you. You have no no business being in the business. Mm. Yeah. So try, like uh, if a woman's shelter is running a thing, they would charge the woman's shelter. I, I guess. Or, or charge a baseball team to get their scores on. You know what? That's local information. That's yeah. your, your audience out having fun. You don't want to talk about your audience? Yeah. You want to make them pay for that? Craziness. Yeah, the example I can give you regarding the women's organization or public service announcements, uh, the legion that I was affiliated with at the time, had a, uh, a Irish stew dinner coming up mm. for uh, St. Patrick's Day. Okay. And the wonderful you know, discount package offered by the local radio station <laughs> meant that if they sold every single bowl of Irish stew, yeah. they'd break even. Wow. And that's a moneymaker for the Royal Canadian Legion. Wow. So take your radio station license, crumple it up in a ball, and stick it where the sun is, don't shine. Is that where you got soured on them? Oh, no, I was point. soured on them long before that. Oh, okay. No, no, long before that, uh, when I worked for them part-time. It was like sitting around one, uh, sitting around one Friday afternoon in the, in the lobby, yeah. shooting the breeze with the other employees, and it came to light that nobody there had had a raise in seven years. Wow. That they had all reached the pinnacle of their, uh, their pay for their job description. Yeah. I said, so every year, the radio station charges 3% more on the rate card yeah. and continue to sell commercials at approximately the same level of success. So 21% later, yeah. nobody's had a raise? Nope. That's not right. On the Monday, I quit. Yeah. And I'm not working for this. Yeah. You know, not working for these people. That's crazy. Because yeah. things go up, like everything raises every year. Every so that takes you back to the car that... Uh, you didn't want to yeah. join the radio station <laughs> yeah. for it. And, and that's what it was. Yeah, well. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, the guy that owns it, he's racing out of this marketplace with his pockets full of money every week. Oh, yeah? He doesn't put money back into the community. He does some up in Kirkland Lake, I understand, but yeah. there's no special uh, shows or, or audience appreciation things going on down here. It's yeah. just take the money and run. Yeah. Well, I'm not... Uh, you know, yes, make a profit for sure. Be successful for sure. But be a good corporate citizen. Yeah. Be a good neighbor. You know, it's you're in for the long haul. Not take the money, run and, you know, give people a finger as you disappear. Yeah. Mm. That's not fair. 
No, I'm not impressed. But radio, you know, it's not just here. Radio has really gone down the toilet. I talked about Bell buying yeah. CTV. Well, they, you know, bought, I think it was the Chum stations. I'm pretty sure. Is Chum even around anymore? No, it's owned by Bell. Oh, okay. So, you know, and that was coast to coast. Well, they've, you know, downsized every radio station, gotten rid of uh, staff left, right, and center. And uh, no, it's it's not good for the business. It's not yeah. good for radio. It's not good for the audience. And it's not good for the advertisers. Do you think part of it is, uh, like, with streaming services emergence, if, like, higher-ups are really caring less because they think it's a lost cause? Oh, no. No. I, I think, again, it's it's all about dividends okay. for shareholders. Just the money. You know, it's just, what can we cut, you know? what You know, and, and the money that they're paying... Except for morning guys, yeah, like people working in radio aren't making enough money to to really. The morning guys get more because they're yeah. They're, well, it's supposed to be the biggest audience. When I worked yeah. in Toronto, I came on at nine, yeah, and I was on till noon. And Bill Hayes followed me, and he was on noon till three at ninety nine point nine CKFM, and then they started to call it. Uh, oh, what the heck was it? Mix, the mix. We were number one. Yeah. Billy and I. Not the morning show. Mm. It cost as much to advertise on our shows as it did on the morning show, just based on the presumption, I guess, that they would pull up their socks and get the, yeah. the ball rolling between six and, and nine. But, yeah. You know, the whole thing about morning shows and afternoon drive being the number one uh, time slots isn't as much as it used to be because yeah. of fifty percent of the uh, listening is always done in vehicles. Yeah, people in transit, and uh, people started listening to radio at work. Yeah, so and, and and probably more intently than when they're racing around trying to get their behinds out the yeah. out the door in the morning. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I think that uh, they need to reevaluate that. Yeah, a little bit, but anyway. And when I'm at work, I listen to um, the Timmins Rock Station. Oh, yeah. Um, you get it online and listen to it. Uh, I can reach it from Atachuan. Oh, yeah. It gets, fuzz- it gets fuzzy at certain points, but if it's not that, I, I have my phone for podcasts or mm-hmm. music, but sometimes I just want to have the radio play, and they play some decent stuff. Well, when I get uh, Silver FM up and running online, yeah. then and I'm going to be offering all kinds of different uh choices for yeah. what people want to listen to uh they'll be able to listen either on their computers or on their phone yeah you just dial into the the website yeah click listen there it is on your phone so silver fm is the name come from silver hair no the name comes because it was originally going to be a, a cobalt oh radio station and all those ids are already recorded yeah so i will present it as a cobalt radio station still oh, okay uh just because at least it's from here. Yeah. You know, uh, and I'm doing it from here, whether I do it from New Liskert or Halebury or sometimes from Cobalt. But it'll be, uh, you know, south to Miskaming. Uh, but we'll still talk about Kirkland Lake and what's happening up yeah. north end, too. And play the local artists on uh, on several of the formats. One will be classic rock. Yeah. Because it's gone. Yeah. Uh, another will be uh, a good country mix rather yeah. than the one that they threw on with the ranch because that's not a mix. Yeah. That's just, you know, all new country. And yeah. a lot of country folk don't like that. 
uh, and there'll be like a an oldies kind of pop rock and roll yeah. uh, choice, which isn't classic rock. You know, uh, a little bit more easy listening, perhaps a little bit more uh, programmed toward the female audience, although not necessarily. I don't want to typecast all females <laughs> yeah. as, as only wanting to hear this stuff. Yeah, uh, There will be ultimately a, a reggae, like 24 hours a day. Yeah. Uh, jazz, uh, classical. Yeah. So those are the, the six that I'm looking at. So you have six different streams running? Or yeah, you, you go to the website and yeah. say, oh, you know, to hear this, click here. Okay. To hear this, click here. That's cool. You know, and uh, then it's on 24 hours a day. Okay. Yeah, and I'll do uh, the morning show on one of them. I haven't decided which one. Classic rock. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to because because the train was on. Yeah. You know, there's no point in competing with yourself. Yeah. But now it's gone. Yeah. So I may, in fact... Do that. I was going to do the country. Yeah. Because what are the two that people want to hear the most? Country and yeah. Well, and now in Toronto, the number one station. I don't. Boom. I think it's called Boom. Boom. They play seventies, eighties, and nineties gold. Yeah. Well, I don't much like a lot of what happened in the nineties, particularly the second half. So I'll go from say around the time of the Beatles. Yeah. So mid sixties to early 90s with the odd blast from the, the past from the 50s. Yeah. It's just so good you got to play it. Yeah. And that doesn't mean rock around the clock. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's all kinds of great stuff that, you know, rock around the clock wasn't the first rock and roll song. That's a myth that's floated around forever. Maybe the yeah. first one to hit number one on the radio, yeah. but there was lots of great stuff around. Yeah. Heck, even the twist by Chubby Checker, the, yeah. that that wasn't the original. He didn't do that originally. Yeah. That was a cover. So, yeah, I'll, I'll throw in some of those things just for, wow, you know, wow. And, yeah. and a lot of things that you won't have heard for years and years and years. And and I love that. Wow, I love that song. I haven't heard that in, I can't yeah. remember how long. Well, I'm going to be playing all that, too. You know, not just the, the top 40 favorite songs. Yeah. You know, and album tracks, too. Like you know? a full album? Stream? No, not the full album. I, I don't think that... That used to be something that Freeform FM used to do way, way back in the yeah. late 60s, early 70s, and it was unique at the time. Yeah. But, boy, if you don't pick the right album, yeah, you've got people turning the radio off. So I, I don't want to play more than two songs in a row by any artist. Yeah. Because, you know, like even the most popular artists, the biggest ones ever, yeah. well, only about half the people like them. So you don't want to be spending a whole hour playing just one artist. Yeah, you know, not going to work. Yeah, I, I might have a hard time with that myself. Thinking about trying not to put your uh, own personal bias of the music well, when you're selecting tunes. Yeah, no, like you will be accused by some of playing for yourself. Yeah, well, you can't do that. Yeah, you know. It's the all-me station. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about you, but here's yeah. another one I love. Yeah. <laughs> you can take your tastes and insert them where I suggested so-and-so put his license to broadcast. <laughs> Tonight we're listening to Pink Floyd again. <laughs> That's great. Well, I haven't played this one since, oh, I, I don't know, last hour. <laughs> I, I love Pink Floyd. Do you? Yeah. No, they're pretty darn good. I, I like them right back. I remember when they they first uh, started. 
you know, part of the British invasion. In the 60s. Yeah, CMLE then, yeah. Play, I think, was the first one I remember hearing. And that's when Sid Barrett was still yeah, kicking. Uh, you know, not Same. just kicking, but he was like the integral, integral part of yeah. the, the band. David Gilmour was a temporary uh, fill-in for him. Yeah, I think there was one one time frame where they were all in it together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, David's a pretty talented guy. And Sid, you know, he, he ran out of steam, yeah. you know, so to speak. Yeah. But, yeah, no, Pink Floyd is definitely one of the, the greatest bands of all time and have the success to show for it. Yeah. But, you know, like even when they started. You want were, some more water? They were really good. Yeah, more water would be good. Why, can we put this on hold? Yeah. Oh. And we're back. Yeah, we had water. <laughs> Honest, Aquafina. That's what Josh has. Came with my Harveys. <laughs> so uh, we were going on about Silver FM. Okay. Oh, that was. Uh, we just answered my. Did you have anything more to say about Silver FM? Well, other than the fact that uh, I'm hoping that you'll give me a hand uh, from the technical aspect. Yeah, of it with for computers, sure. For sure. I would I would think that if I'm going to be putting out six entirely exclusive choices, yeah, are they called streams? I I would think so. Uh, yeah, like I don't really know. Like I'm not technically. I don't know much about internet radio. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, I don't even know much about real radio. Technically speaking, <laughs> I know how to program it and how to host a show. Yeah. And I know what I like and I know what I don't like. Yeah. And I know the reasons for doing the things that you do and reasons for not doing certain things as well. Yeah. Like charging nonprofit organizations to that's, get their message out. But that's gross. Um, when it comes to, am I going to need six separate computers to do this? I don't think so. I don't know. So, you know, this is stuff that we're going to have to sit down. I, I have a friend who launched something down in Sarnia that uh, gave me some good advice regarding the radio-related equipment that I'll yeah. need or, or programs or whatever you want to call them. But, uh, you know, yeah, we'll need to talk about that. But I would like to get it going by Labor Day or Thanksgiving at the latest, somewhere in that time frame. Yeah. So the area up here is, is unique. It's unique because, yeah, if you get to Metatuan, you might be able to hear... That station you spoke of in Timmins. Yeah. But down here where we lo- live, not so much. No. And then if you get far enough south, you can get something out of Sudbury. But yeah. where we are, we're stuck with the CBC. Okay, well, some people like the CBC. Yeah. Me? Boring. Only, only sometimes. Yeah. Uh, musically, almost never. Never. Uh, CJTT and CJKL, I won't turn them on in my house. Yeah. Unless I am listening to them specifically to hear what they're doing yeah uh, but it's never impressive yeah you know so then you had the train yeah well that was nice if you lived in the right place yeah it can't if, really reach if, cobalt if, yeah, yeah and latchford and if if you can't get it you can't get it and there are places in in new liskard where it'll come booming into your house or in yeah. halibur right and there are places where you can't get it yeah. so it's and now it's the ranch well either way same thing can't yeah. get it uh, and then there's that, uh, you know, interesting radio station that uh, comes out of Notre Dame de Nord from the reservation. Yeah. You know, that, uh, that's some good stuff that they're doing sometimes. What frequency are they on? Do you know? Oh, heck, I don't remember. Uh, 102.7 maybe? Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. Uh, I find them with ease on my radio. But, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, it's just on. I don't really. Yeah. Yeah. The coyote. That's what it's called. The coyote. Yeah. yeah. Like I just wish that they would be a little bit more uh, uh, steady with what they're doing. Yeah. Rather than mixing it all up, because like you'll sit there and you'll hear like six or seven really great songs, and then all of a sudden here comes six or seven that. Real bad ones. <laughs> well, they don't fit together. Yeah. It's not that they're bad ones. It's just, you know, you don't put everything in into a stew. Yeah. You know? So that's that's about it. So, and, and you don't get any outside uh, signals other than that, really. So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You either pay to get a satellite. Yeah. Or you don't listen to the radio at all. Yeah. And I'll give, uh, you know, Conley Communications credit for one thing with CJTT and CJKL. They've certainly taught the vast majority of the people in the district of Temiskaming to stop listening to the radio. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not good for broadcasting. No. You know, no. and it's not good for the audience. And it's not good for the advertisers. Yeah. So who wins? Just the guy who walks out of here with a wheelbarrow full of money every Friday. Yeah. One person. That's not good enough for me. No. But enough about him. <laughs> you know, but I had another question for you because uh, with Classic Rock Station, I was wondering if you, so I know you like older music. Do you have any, like, is there any... Modern, by modern, I mean 21st century Canadian rock bands that you're into? Uh, Well, first, let's start by saying, not just Canadian, that a lot of the people that I was into back in the the 70s and the 80s, they're still making music and still recording new music. So I haven't forgotten about them. So that's new music. Um, Yes, there are. Canadian bands that have come along since that that I find interesting uh, and and listenable and and programmable. Yeah, I, I like to focus as well on the local artists. Yeah, because you know, again, the existing radio stations won't play them. Yeah, what? You won't play the people that live no in, in your yeah. in your listening area. Well, that's your choice. Yeah. Wrong. Stupid. Ignorant, yeah. but it's your choice. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want to start naming because I'll I'll forget a bunch. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. but there's still good music being made. Yeah, just not getting played. Yeah, yeah. There was there was one band there. I find them interesting. They're I'm pretty sure they're Canadian, anyways. I hope they are. Um, and it was on internet radio. I heard it, but the, and then I did eventually hear it on the Timmins Rock Station, July Talk. They were called. And it's like nothing super special about it, but I like to have two singers. One's a guy with like a real, like a real grimy voice, mm-hmm. like sounds like he smokes three packs a day. Mm-hmm. And then they got a girl with a nice voice, and they both they're both the lead singer. It's an interesting. Interesting band. I've always liked bands that have more than one lead singer. I yeah. mean, and that's not to discount the ones that don't. Yeah. But I like variety. Yeah. You know, so I like the Beatles. I mean, how yeah. many lead singers do they have? Well, Ringo part-time, but three. Yeah. You know, and, and then Ringo is a little bit of a specialty or a spice, but 
you know, the Beach Boys, lots of different yeah. singers. But I, I, I like the Stones and I like ACDC. Well, two singers because one died. And uh, Led Zeppelin, you know, Robert Plant's amazing. ACDC came out with uh, new stuff recently. Yeah. I liked it. Sounded like it came out in the 80s. Well, <laughs> I, I think that they probably had that in mind and they, they brought their, uh, their, their mainstay singer back for it. Yeah. Uh, and I have it at home. Yeah. But I've been so busy preparing programming for the upcoming yeah. launch. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. It's pretty good. I haven't heard the whole thing. I just heard a couple there. But uh, the one shot in the dark, I think it's called. I I would if I I wouldn't if I didn't know it was new, I probably would have just thought it was you know an old one I never something heard. Something one of their classic albums. Well, and they've recorded a fair number of their albums in Vancouver. The one yeah. that you're speaking of was recorded. Oh yeah, there. really? Because when I was doing the train, uh, there was a rumor going around that ACDC was in fact getting together in Vancouver to record an album. Yeah, and now you've got it in your hand. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. They're an interesting band. Yeah. They've got, uh, some people don't like them because they say they're not uh, versatile enough, but well, I guess I see that point. But what they do, they do it very well. They have a formula. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess so does Nickelback. Yeah. You know? I don't care. I like Nickelback. I don't care. And, and so that's the formula. And if you like it, yeah. Tra la la. Yeah. You know, and I like uh, what ACDC does. I, I remember them being on with the Stones at that SARS yeah. uh, concert uh, to bring Toronto back into a world view. Yeah. Mick and the boys put that together to help out a city that they feel they owe something to. Yeah. And uh, ACDC blew them off the stage. Yeah. I mean, the Stones were very good, but these guys just kicked butt. Yeah. See, I'm being very careful about my language here. Oh, don't worry about that. Don't <laughs> no, worry about I, that. Yeah, no, that's that's how I would be in front of a microphone. And, hey, what's this? A microphone. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other good uh, party music, I would say, or uh, energetic music. Well, there's lots of people that like lots of different things. Like some people have a, a wide array of styles and genres that they like. Yeah. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean they want them all, you know, hodgepodge mixed up together like porridge. But then there are people who only like this or only like yeah. that. Well, they're they're almost impossible to please. Yeah. You know, even with classical. Yeah. You know, like, why are you playing Beethoven? I wanted Brahms. Yeah, yeah. You know, what? Yeah, well, it's, that's the way it goes. It's like that with uh, s some metalheads, too. A band, a heavy band will put out a, a heavy song, mm -hmm. but there will be a part... Without screaming, where the person does a nice singing part, mm. and then they they write, "What is this? This is pop music." Yeah. <laughs> Just because there's one part with singing, Aerosmith, <laughs> "Dream On." What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Love hurts Nazareth. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know what? Sometimes you have to be versatile, or your fire burns out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, I get bored of the same. Music being on constantly. Well, would you eat the same food every day? I try not to. You know, well, and I, I don't mean just you, yeah. Josh. I mean the folks who are listening. Would yeah. you eat the same three meals, whatever they are, morning, noon, and night, seven days a week, 365 days a year for the rest of your life? Ooh, sounds like jail. No. <laughs> so, yeah, really. So why would you do that with music? Yeah, you know? exactly. It's nice to have variety. 
Um, so, uh, actually this is a, I was coming up with some questions and then I asked Amanda if, if she would have any, she said three questions, which I already had, so, oh. but she had another one. Okay. Um, if you had, uh, anyone who inspired you to do what you do, like whether it was a teacher or a broadcaster, uh, well, I think it was my mom. Oh, okay. Uh, to begin with, you know, uh, because she always had the radio on in the kitchen at home. Yeah. And there were certain shows that were on when I was a, a little guy that were aimed for kids and kiddies. Mm-hmm. And she'd get me to listen to them, sit beside yeah. the radio, and the dial lit up. Yeah. And there was this kind of a smudgy thing in it, and I thought that that was the guy on the radio. Yeah. When I was like two years old. Yeah. So she got me interested in the magic of radio and then got me listening to music and music with her albums as well. And she played the piano and got me piano lessons. And I think I studied cello when I was in high school and because I wanted to play drums, but she wouldn't allow the drum in the house. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so she put together the love of music and the deep-seated interest in, in radio. So I started listening to guys like Uncle Bing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Uncle Bing was on CJBC, which I think was the second CBC station at the time and eventually became the French yeah. CBC station. But back then it was English. And then on the radio, like I used to really like a guy on Chum, Jackson Armstrong, the old leader. And he'd just <laughs> like rock and roll and speak a, a million miles an hour. And I thought that was pretty impressive because yeah. it was top 40. And then I got into Chum FM in uh, the days of uh, Pete and Geats and uh, John Donaby and David Marsden and David Pritchard and guys like that. And it was just, instead of yelling and screaming like Jackson Armstrong, these guys were just talking. Yeah. And what a wonderful approach that was. And they weren't doing it with a radio voice either. Yeah. You know, like however fake that was, but... Yeah, and they're they're playing interesting music. They weren't playing the same songs every two or three hours, and yeah. and they weren't throwing in stuff like the Monkees and and the Ohio Express and the nineteen ten Fruit Gum Company and Tommy Rowe and and stuff that just didn't really appeal to me because I was starting to get a little bit older. I yeah. wasn't I wasn't an eight year old anymore, and uh, yeah, so that inspired me to get into. Okay. To radio, like to be able to present it naturally uh, in an adult fashion yeah. for adults. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, me, like, for the short amount of time, it was just seeing the equipment was, I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and the equipment's changed a bunch. Like, I worked at CJKL yeah. way back in 19... 19- I think it started there in October 73. Yeah. And I was there till August 74. It seemed like three or four years. Yeah. You know, like when you're younger, time goes slowly for one thing. But it it was an interesting experience. Um, But I was glad to leave and, and move on to do an FM show in North Bay before I went out to Winnipeg and worked for the Chum Station there. But... Uh, the equipment changed. They had great big, huge turntables. Yeah. Because commercials used to be played on these great big, huge vinyl like albums. Really? 
And so in order to play these, uh, you had to have a gigantic turntable. Like, I don't know. Like they'd bring you a vinyl of their recording of their commercial? Well, or? Instead of having a 12-inch turntable yeah. for albums, it was maybe 18 inches. Okay. Well, and I'm playing 45s on these great big mothers. So, uh. you know, you got to cue them back a little bit further because it takes them a little longer to, to 45s, get rolling. 45s, is that the little tiny records? Yeah, the 47-inch, yeah. Yeah. you know, with a great big hole in the middle. That's all, how all the hits yeah. came was on 45s. Yeah. So, and, you know, dial pots on the mixing board instead of slide pots. Yeah. And, and, you know, like really old, old, old equipment when I was there. I'm sure that uh, when Bob Ansell took over CJKL and CJTT, he modernized. Yeah. You know, he moved the radio station for one thing out of the, the old building on top of Kresge's in Kirkland Lake. And I think here in... Uh, in CJTT was up near Chartron somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, really? So, you know, he put them into uh, newer locations and better equipment. And, you know, and along the way, as I worked in various uh, radio stations, everything got more and more modern and bigger. And, of course, the mixing board for CTV was, you know... The size of this room, probably? Pretty, pretty much the, the length of this room. Yeah. Yeah, like, and so those listening, that would be something in the vicinity of, what, f- uh, 12 feet? Something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, it was really, really big. And there would be two guys sitting at it working, you know, not yeah. one. And, yeah, because there's, you know, nuance after nuance after nuance. We've come a long way since uh, the Beatles first started recording in four-channel stereo. Yeah. Four channels? Yeah. Wow. Actually, I have a... A uh, 1970s Marantz there, and it's quadraphonic. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I think it was a gimmick, and yeah. basically four-channel stereo or something like that. Yeah, it was a gimmick, and I had a quad uh, stereo, and I think maybe three or four quad albums yeah. just to hear it. Yeah. But it played stereo just fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this The thing weighs like... It, it, I have it way down there because I was scared to have it mm-hmm. any higher up and then come crashing down. Yeah, no, you don't want to wiping out everything, taking yeah. it down to the ground. But, you know, back in the day, a refrigerator or a stove or a washer or a dryer, they all weighed a ton, too. Yeah. Like, I worked for Allied Van Lines when I was in college in the summertime. Yeah. You know, lifting all that stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Oh, I, I, my grandpa gave me that, actually. He gave me that in a record player. And then uh, on our way home... I. It's kind of ticked. We were riding home, and um, I had my record player here, and I had just bought a Pink Floyd album. Mm-hmm. Then Amanda's stepdad gave me a couple albums. But uh, on the way home in the car from my grandpa's, one of the albums slid and took the needle off the cartridge. Oh, no. So uh, it didn't work out. My grandpa changed it, but I haven't, I haven't plugged it back in yet. Yeah, your granddad, he, he knows a fair bit about that electronic. Oh, equipment. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a superstar with that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Going way back. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he, before he was doing that, he worked in Macassar Mines. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he just got a pamphlet in the mail one day. Like for some random electronics course. Oh, yeah. Correspondence course through some school. And he just he just did it, yeah. <laughs> and then ended up doing that for his whole life. Yeah, yeah, no, and and doing it well. Yeah, 
Hopefully, he'll stop working for people soon. <laughs> yeah. well, look after yourself and take care of your health. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think that heart the heart issues he was having helped him. What to see the light? To see the light. Oh, good. Against his will. Yeah. When we, if I have to. Yeah. No. When we were, uh, my dad was doing some cement work at his place, mm-hmm. and uh, like my back's kind of thrown out. A bit. I got a disc issue going on. Oh, what good timing. I know, right? <laughs> but my grandpa's there, and I see him start walking towards the bags, and I'm like, no, no, I'm going to do this because yeah, yeah. I'm like, screw my back. Grandpa's heart's worse. So, uh, yeah, he that. was just barely past his <laughs> issue. So, yeah, this isn't the time to be diving into the deep end. Yeah. So he just, ha- he just handled the hose, spraying the hose. So, how long have you been doing this? Uh, this podcast. Podcasting? It's been about a month. Yeah? Yeah. I started off, I wanted to do an episode a month, but I ended up doing a second episode a week later, and then someone wanted to come on a week later after that, and then I had <laughs> So it's become weekly. Ah, so once a week. Um, I might move to bi-weekly because we're moving. All right. Well, um, yeah. and then And then we've got a baby coming, and... Late well, October. And when you move, you have to take some time to get your studio reset yeah. and all of that. So. And I don't want to run out of everybody in the Tri-Town. So who's on next week? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. I don't I know gonna, yet. I'm going to give you a chance to promote the next show. Oh, I have no idea yet. Uh, so, uh, so him yeah. or, or her. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I will have a guest, uh, a co-host at some point. Right. Um, so my last episode was her interviewing me, actually. Right. Um. But she'll be my co-host. And, and what kind of s- subjects or topics do you like to delve into? Well, so usually it's kind of like what people do with their, whether it's their career, what they w- wish they could have done, what they would like to do, and then lots of times we just end up telling stories and stuff. Uh, me and uh, Stephanie on the one episode were talking about shitting for like half an hour. <laughs> Talking about what? Shitting. Oh, God. Shit well, in my I'm pants. Really sorry I missed that one. <laughs> it's funny. It, actually, that episode was kind of a heavy episode. And what All time the... a, a night does it run? <laughs> Not at dinner time. <laughs> no, no, whenever you want. That's the oh, beauty of podcasting. Oh, no. <laughs> so, actually, this whole setup was meant for music. But uh-huh. uh, I just I started listening to a lot of podcasts while I was at work. And then I'm like, I want to do one. Mm. So I'm like, I already have all the stuff. I'll just do it. Do some podcasts include music? The intro has music in it. No, but like for other people. Oh. Like do they spin tunes or? Not really. No? Okay. The, uh, there's music review podcasts. Uh-huh. I don't. I haven't really listened to much. I threw one on, but I was like, eh, I'm bored. Uh, I've never been a fan of of. Uh, people who critique yeah. things uh, simply because I find I hardly ever agree with them. Yeah. And I'd, I'd find back in the day, like guys who would do movies. Yeah. And I know that if he didn't like it, I would. Yeah. And vice versa. <laughs> if he liked it. Are you a contrarian? No, no, I don't think so at all, but he thought he was an artiste. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Those who can do and those who can't either teach or critique. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No offense to teachers. I was thinking more uh, people in college and university. Man, when uh, when an album comes out, I like to throw it on 
listen to it front to back. Yeah. You don't know which songs I like from that. I always found that if I liked an album immediately, like a lot, yeah. the chances are that that would change. I would get bored with it. You're right. You're and, exactly right. And albums that I wasn't so sure about over time would either grow on me yeah. to the point where I loved them, or I would just, you know, frisbee them. That happened to me recently. I, it was this heavy metal band, but they had come out with an album when I was in... So they came out with an album in grade 10 that I liked that was really heavy. Mm -hmm. Then their next one, it's still heavy, but it was very... They took a very different approach to it, uh -huh. and I did not really like it at the time. And then I threw it on about a month ago, and I was like, every song, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was appreciating the, that it was different. It wasn't cookie cutter. Oh, and then there's the uh, the songs that the older folks, yeah. like, say, me, for example, grew up with, and well, I didn't really like them all that much. They were okay, but they yeah. weren't great, like, but now, in retrospect, compared to what's being played on the top 40 these days, yeah. those songs are great. Yeah. You know, because uh, I don't know what the heck it is with with the current top 40, that it's so restrictive in, in so many different ways that uh, it's like it's being controlled. It's basically restricted just to pop only, I think. Well, yeah, but but lousy pop. Yeah. And and like you used to be able to tell who people were just by listening to their voices. Yeah. Like they were completely and totally distinct. Yeah. And now that's extinct and everybody sounds the same and it's like well like where are the instruments? How come how yeah. come it's just all computer stuff? Like it's radio is is following charts that don't reflect what the majority of people want to hear. So they must be bought and paid for, yeah. like payola. Uh, and the songs, back in the day, if a song stayed on the charts and on the radio in high rotation for 14 or 15 weeks, that was a long, long time. Yeah. And now it's like nine months, yeah. ten months for the same song. Yeah. So instead of you know you're hearing 100 new songs a year, now you're hearing like 20. Yeah. What? How does that work? It doesn't work for Canadian content. No. Well, it can't work for international content either. Yeah. The exposure is is gone. But because there's only two or three good songs on the album, if that? Yeah. Well, maybe. And the record companies don't want to spend any more on more videos. Yeah. So it's all just money talks and quality walks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a so the music industry, or at least the record industry, just to give it a name because it's not just records, killed itself. Yeah, and a lot of their artists, and and where are the new artists coming from? Who's who's going out to find them and bring them to the fore? Well, if they don't sound like Justin Bieber, they don't have a chance. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or whoever the latest hot artist is, Drake, or I don't know. I don't much care for Drake. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm sure he has an audience, so that's all well and good. Yeah, six percent. Yeah. Want to hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of limited up here, unfortunately. Yeah, well, top 40 is limited everywhere. It uh, doesn't I, matter whether it's here or there. So I, I'm not so sure about this year's or last year's, but I do have a bit of a soft spot for certain top 40 songs from 
2010 to 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, there's I, always a, a good song or two. Yeah. But there's the other 38. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know? And yeah. in order to get to the good song or two that you soon become sick of, yeah. and half a year later never want to hear it again for the rest of your life, yeah. you're still surrounded by these 38 hunks of dung. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. That's not radio. That's just pure laziness. <laughs> so um, you mentioned the Legion earlier. I have a question about the Legion in okay. here, actually. Um, act- before I ask you the question, I used to go to the Hellberry Legion all the time. Mm-hmm. Me um, too. I wasn't allowed at the King George, so I went to the Legion in Hellberry, uh, and I would buy their little $3 beers. Right. Um, the small cups played darts and sh- uh, played a lot of shuffleboard. Mm-hmm. I used to challenge people to, <laughs> chug, to chug beers with me. And, uh, I remember the one guy was my buddy's grandpa there. <laughs> I challenged him, and he's like, I don't drink to get drunk, son. And I'm like, what's the point? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess with age comes uh, a different perspective. Like not hovering over the old porcelain throne is is certainly one of them. (laughs) And I'm not going to ask who it was, but uh, why weren't you allowed to drink at at the King George? Uh, Little nutty? I'll tell this story. I'll tell this story. Um, I had a lot too much to drink one night and, uh, I was asked to leave. So I left and I just went around to the deck on the side. I I was 19 at the time. The old smoking deck. Yeah. Yeah. I climbed back over (laughs) and, uh, I'm on the deck and then the, the girl who kicks me out, Hey, I kicked you out. You gotta, you gotta get out. And then my, my friend who was there, who he worked there too, right. he was vouching for me. No, no, he's good. Don't worry. They turn around and I'm <laughs> and pissing on the deck. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's really good. <laughs> so they kicked me out again. And yeah. then I went to Pizza Pizza. I got some pizza. I kept my crusts and I went back and I threw them at the bouncers. I ran inside and I punched a guy in the head, and th- then they beat me up. Okay, call ended. <laughs> I was going to say, call me back. Yeah, I, I ran in. I punched the head of security in the head, and then they wrestled me up, brought me outside, and I spent the night in the drunk tank. Mm. And I wasn't allowed back for a couple of years. Yeah, your parents must have been so proud. <laughs> Yeah, my my mom was the one who told me about the last part because I don't remember it. Okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, not my best moment. But you didn't it, get into that kind of trouble at the Legion. No, no, no. The worst. The no, Dave got in more trouble than me at the Legion. <laughs> Partly because his brother was the manager, and he's. I guess he thought he could get away with more. Yeah, Patrick ran the the bar. Yeah. yeah. Dave got kicked out for walking behind the counter. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that in any licensed establishment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can put uh, whoever it is, whether it's the Legion or the KG or wherever, you put their license at risk. So yeah. not a good plan. Um, you were going to ask me a question yeah, about so the how'd Legion. Yeah, so how did you get into the whole Legion thing? Oh, well, uh, my dad's brothers, my dad was the oldest of yeah. of the boys in the family. Uh, they 
flew in the uh, the Air Force, the Royal Canadian Air Force. And that was World War II. And my grandfather, who was also the oldest brother, uh, his brothers, uh, one was in the Navy and one was in the Army. Yeah. So we have a military background in the family. Back in the day, if the father was gone, uh, the oldest brother was required to stay home and look after the family. Yeah. So that's why they didn't uh, didn't fight. So I was approached to come and join the Legion, and I thought, well, you know, that makes uh, makes good sense because I want to do something to give something back to the community. Yeah. And these guys, you know, set it up for us to live the kind of life we live. Yeah. And if I can do something to honor them and my relatives, then why not? Yeah. So that's how I got into it. Okay. Yeah. And how long have you been part of that? Uh, well, in this area, uh, I think 11 or 12 years now. Okay. Yeah, I, I was, uh, you know, part of the Legion elsewhere as well. Yeah. You know, and I've served uh, as the branch president. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, before that, third vice president and first vice president and all that stuff. But, you know, uh, at the zone level is the, the PR officer and yeah. at the district level is the PR officer and so and that's as far up as I want to go I don't want to be you know part of the provincial command or the or the uh, you know the top dogs who run the whole thing cuz yeah you know I'm not necessarily in agreement with everything they do so it's better to stay down in the trenches and do yeah. the real work yeah. yeah yeah is that where you got to know Reg yeah I I I guess so uh no no, I, I knew Reg before the Legion uh, at the Mattabannock. Okay. So we'd play pool, and yeah. and Elizabeth would come, and and we talk music, and and have lots of laughs, and and we, you know, Reg and I go play golf, and yeah, you know, spend a lot of really good times together, and of course, then I got to know Patrick and David, yeah, you know, as little fellas, yeah, you know. So I, I've known them a, a long, long time, something in the vicinity of fifteen years, or. Yeah, or that uh, that amount of time, so yeah, yeah. and uh, no, David he's gone off to Perry Sound to yeah try his hand at some culinary expertising yeah. and proud of him there. Yeah, yeah. And so I hope it all works out for him. Good guy. Yeah, yeah. And then he's going to Toronto in in the fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. this will be kind of a warm up before he goes to uh, a really renowned college that that, yeah. that deals specifically with the culinary end of things so yeah. yeah good luck to him he'll be listening to this one he's excited that you were coming on. oh cool yeah, yeah. hi dave <laughs> <laughs> maybe patrick will listen too yeah <laughs> i haven't seen patrick in quite some time yeah, but... well maybe your luck will run out yeah. i'll see him again <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um i think that's all the questions i had well, I don't think there's anything that I forgot to tell you other than sure? I think that radio can be a whole lot better than it is yeah, and should be, and uh, people should demand more, not less. You shouldn't have to pay for your radio. Yeah. Because I tell you what, Sirius bugs me. They play the same stuff every six hours. Yeah. I'm paying for that? Yeah. You know, in the entire duration of of. 50s music, 60s music, 70s music, oldies, classic rock. Those are the ones that I like the best, but I'm yeah. sure it's the same with country. That's all you got? I like I I like old country. Mm-hmm. Um I I I like 2000s country as well, I like the 
around the year 2000, like 95, 05. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm like, I mean, like, I like, all my exes live in Texas. Oh, like and how many of, of them would there be? <laughs> I, I used to say, all my exes live on reses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used you? to date a lot of res girls in the day. Yeah, well, I'm sure that uh, <laughs> that was a fun time and, and uh, the friendships continued. Yeah. You know, I know I have friends both down in uh, the Tomogamy area and over by Notre Dame. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's all good. I, I just uh, expect more from the industry that we got together today to talk about. Yeah. And it's giving us less. Yeah. You know, although it's pretty hard for the local people here to give us less than they've been giving us. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they do. Yeah, well, I think the the industry might have to start feeling challenged soon with people cuz people they go when they want to hear talking, they'll um more and more people are starting to listen to podcasts. Um and that number's going up. Every year by a lot, but and if they want to hear music, a lot of people are are going on what they have on their phone. Still, lots of people listen to radio, mm-hmm. but I mean they've got to be getting scared a little bit. Well, the, the the thing that keeps them barely floating is the accessibility, yeah, of the Just podcast flicking, and internet yeah. radio. But that is all changing. Like I had uh, one of the the biggest. Uh, internet reggae stations in the world yeah. in, in 2000, yeah. 2001, 2002, in that area. Uh, but people couldn't hear it. I mean, I was beating Irie FM yeah. in, in Jamaica on online. Yeah. I was beating them. Well, that's pretty good. That is. You know, so. But uh, things have changed. And so when I come with what I'm going to do online, I think it'll uh, it'll change things in this area. Yeah. And it's, the focus will be entirely on this area. And I will sell advertising for it. And yeah. if you advertise on one, your ad will run on all of them. Okay. So, you know, that way you'll hit everybody. Yeah. You know, and if I have anywhere near the success with it, with Silver FM that I had with the train, then will be the best buy for advertising on the radio in the entire marketplace. That'd be good. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. But I want to be honest about it and uh, and do it for the audience. Yeah. Because if I do it for the audience, then that's good for the advertisers. Yeah. You know. And everybody wins. Yeah. Except for the guy with the wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for coming, Lee. Hey, it was a pleasure having you, Josh. Thanks for asking me. I yeah. uh, never knew about it. Yeah, so good to be a part of it. Yeah, well, it'll be uploaded shortly. Indeed, and so will we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on. I'll, and I'll I'll be sure to like I have a page for this, and I'll I don't ha- I only have a couple hundred followers so far, mm-hmm. but I'll still share. Bah, bah. <laughs> I'm a follower. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Lee Marshall, everybody, give a hand. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not to the back of the head. <laughs> right on. Th- thanks again. Would like to thank Lee Marshall for coming on tonight. Always have a blast with the guests, but it was nice to have a real professional on the show. Um, as you heard, he was in broadcasting for like 50 years. So, uh, broadcaster on a podcast, that's, um, 
I was really looking forward to that one. I was hoping to do it last weekend, but it was my anniversary last weekend, so um, we were doing that. Um, so uh, like, rate, comment, share, subscribe, like the page, follow the Twitter at the 99 pod um, on Facebook. You can find us at the 99 podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Have a good night or day.